Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey, hello, and thanks for joining us for another edition of the Victor Mark Show. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the horrific news on the shooting in Boulder, Colorado on Monday, March 22nd. Ten people were killed, including one police officer who was the first to respond on the scene, and it was at a King Super's grocery store. Look, this kind of tragedy has become all too common today, and as citizens of this country, we need to be armed and ready. That's the topic of our show today as we bring you an interview that I did with my friend Frank Sontag on KKLA Radio in Los Angeles, conducted just a few days ago. You can find out more about Frank and his program on the Frank Sontag Show when you go to kkla.com. Okay, let's get into the program now as Frank kicks off the conversation on this edition of the Victor Mark Show. Yesterday afternoon, I was sitting in Salt Lake City Airport, and I began hearing about the unfolding situation in Boulder, Colorado. When I touched down in L.A. last night, I sent a text to the man that will be my guest in a moment about the situation, and in our brief exchange, all it was was tragic. Situation that, sadly, in our country, this is not the first time we've seen needless and innocent people gunned down by a shooter. So I felt a sense to reach out to my good friend Victor Marks, who is president of All Things Possible Ministries. This is an area he knows a great deal about and has an enormous amount of experience. His team also goes to churches and help them shore up their security. And he's available. So Victor Marks is on the phone. My brother, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Appreciate you calling in. How are you? Doing great, Frank. Doing great. Now, you and I talked a little bit, I don't know if it was yesterday morning or the morning before. You and I both traveled over the weekend. You were in Texas speaking and doing a lot of what you do through All Things Possible Ministries. And then last night on Touchdown... I had texted you about a different incident, and you had made mention of, have you heard about what happened in Boulder? So talk a little bit about the incident, and then we can go real time on, we've heard some information about the shooter, et cetera, but share with the listeners about your background in all things possible ministries and how you know a great deal about security and incidents like this, and then we'll kind of do a deep dive and talk about what we can learn from such a horrendous and tragic incident. Yeah, well, I've been teaching personal defense and then combatives for uh, three decades. I served in the United States Marine Corps, and then uh, really for so many years started helping the special operations community and individuals prepare for mission-specific things. And then it just grew to where here in the U.S. we've been teaching personal protection and really teaching people to be aware of of the surroundings uh, because that's what catches most people off guard. So, yeah, I've, I've trained over 30 world champions in martial arts and then 
you know, trained everybody from Marines, uh, air, every gosh, Delta, Rangers, uh, and and again the combative situation in in a in a war zone and that in a civilian environment, you know, you're still dealing with the basics of threat and awareness and assessing and knowing whether to engage and avoid. Uh, and it's it's just a shame what's happened here recently. Uh, just the, the the senseless demonic violence. So in you know the last five years we've been very active overseas in Iraq and Syria and other places. Uh, I think we're best known all things possible ministry for bringing uh, hope and healing to those who've been affected by terrorism, and we have recovered and helped a number of women and children, again, either help captive ISIS or not. So that's what I think we've you know, best been known about. Even last week, we were part of an operation that recovered nine moms and 12 children who had been uh, held uh, captive by ISIS and used as sex slaves and then, you know, just to a place to where they need to be reunited. So they're actually now in one of our safe houses in Iraq um, and again, that was a, a team effort to get that done. Victor, where were you when you first heard about the incident in Boulder? Uh, we were flying back from an event in Texas where we had met some politicians and are, you know, uh, looking to help the kids on the border right now with the influx of, you know, all the, the migrants. And, uh, you know, our goal is to help kids, but uh, safety and well-being of, you know, everyone is a, is a common goal. But when I heard the news, it you know, it's just tragic because it's back in the state where we live here in Colorado. Now, you've been on record in, in forums and training seminars. You always say, be prepared, not paranoid. And you yep. impress upon us, we need to be prepared. And yet here we are, another tragic shooting. When you began to get information and started, in a sense, assessing what occurred, tell us some of your thoughts and maybe how many of us that somehow just rely on the mainstream. You have a daily intelligence briefing. I would hope if people aren't in the know uh, that they would get that. But if we rely on the mainstream and we just hear tidbits about what happened, it's not really going to help us be prepared, as you say. So share about your early thoughts and maybe any specifics that you want to make mention about this tragedy and how we can be prepared and not paranoid, as you often say. Well, the two extremes, Frank, are being paranoid, and that robs a person from the joy of daily living, and they, they move in a high state of anxiety. Uh, they affect their hypervigilant to an extreme. The other is just being unaware, no sense of your surroundings, and, and that truly you'll become a victim easier than anybody. So we say be in the middle, be prepared, you know, uh, and it doesn't take much, but a few slight degrees change of angle of mentality and a little bit of education. Here in the Springs, we have actually a leadership and training center. We're equipping people all the time, everybody from special operations active teams to, you know, widows to 
those who've been sex trafficked to husband and wives, just normal, everyday people. But our instructors, our cadre, are really some of the best instruction you can get in the world. And we're trying to pass this on, like you said, through our daily intelligence brief, because being educated, having an understanding of what's going on, it keeps you sharp and switched on. Uh, and situational awareness would be the first thing I would tell people. Wherever you go, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, you know, transitional spaces from a vehicle to a building to a public place uh, and then back home. You've got to be aware. You, you can't live on your phone and you can't be unaware of your surroundings. So in this particular instance, you know, it's a, it's a grocery store. You can't avoid grocery stores. But I'll tell you, whatever building you go into, be aware of the environment in case things go bad. And you need to know where your exit points are. A lot of people in our building, a restaurant, they want to take a moment to, to just glance and go, where's my exit points? Where could I get bottlenecked where I don't want to be? And just take note of that. Because when stress starts to happen, if you haven't done a few basics, you're going to be in trouble in a big way and faster. So, you know, situational awareness uh, from your car to the building, don't stay on your phone. When you enter a building, church, work, know where the exits are. Know, know how, if you had to get out of there in a, in a heartbeat, you'd know how. Second thing, you know, if you're, if you're aware, when something happens, you have to quickly assess what it is. For instance, in this case, you'll see people being interviewed talking about they didn't know if it was gunshots or not. You need to protect yourself by actually knowing what a gunshot sounds like, yep. how it differs from fireworks. Because um, the sooner you can respond, not react, because reactions can be extreme, but know what gunfire actually sounds like so you can switch gears. The, the switch in your mind in protective mode can, can go off. So, and, and on this point of gunfire, listen, I'm a firm believer that every law-abiding citizen who's able to legally own, train, and be comfortable with a firearm if at all possible, get a concealed carry so that you can carry on your person a weapon that you're trained in and comfortable in and safe in in case you're ever put in a horrific situation, you know that you can respond effectively. And a lot of people right now listening are going, oh, my gosh, but we're Christians and we'll pray. I can tell you from experience, I've prayed while I've been shooting. You know, and uh, I think God helps us with that versus just sitting there. We were in Mosul, and bad things started happening. ISIS was everywhere. And, you know, I thank God I had a weapon. I thank God I had body armor, an armored vehicle, in order to get kids out of a, you know, a dangerous combative zone. So here in America— we still have to be prepared. I mean, 
the the rates of this violence going on, it's not stopping. It's not slowing down. And it's random and it's evil. So Christians of all people uh, should be prepared, again, starting with awareness, second with assessing the situation. And the third thing is, well, are are you going to avoid it? If at all possible, avoid, meaning get out, move, get off the X, you know, get an exit, run, if at all possible. Don't become a sitting target. And, you know, if you have to, we'll barricade yourself. Where, you know, if you can get in a room, barricade yourself, good. Uh, but don't just... Don't just cower in one spot yep. because a shooter is looking for easy targets like this coward was, right? If someone's brandishing a weapon, move your vehicle, cross the center lane, run over the person, break whatever laws you think in your mind. Oh, I have to obey and stay in this lane. No, you're in a vehicle and you need to move. And then the last thing is is what I'm talking about is if you have to take action, whether it's moving, running, barricading yourself, or engaging the shooter because you're trained and you can, then you engage them and and shoot to stop and distinguish the attack, just completely extinguish the attack. For other people who go, Victor, I can never have a weapon. Well, then move to another tool of defense, which would be a blade. And I think a blade carried on your person in the event you were close enough or could rush a person, uh, you you have a tool that could, in the hands of a trained person with just a little bit of training, can turn you from a victim to a victorious, lethal person to defend other people and yourself. Victor Marks is president of All Things Possible Ministries. Now, I want to ask a question that has to be asked. And I would hope that our listeners will be convicted in the truth of whatever the truth is in them. It goes like this. So I've listened to Victor. I've, maybe some listeners I've never heard him or I've heard him before. Here's the question. I don't know if I want to admit that I, I'm going to live in that kind of a world where thinking about protection and and, and walking into a, a place and looking at exits or even be trained in weapons. We, we have this, um, this political push from certain entities now. You know, they always talk about gun control legislation, that the guns are the problem. So for the listeners that even identify as Christian and they say, oh, it's so difficult to admit that I'm going to prepare and live in a world like that, please speak to that because I, I think that's that's a ploy, the evil one that we're just going to walk around like everything is okay and God's going to protect us. That's not reality. No, it's not. And we work with criminals for decades now. And uh, criminals don't obey laws. So you can pass laws all you want, but a criminal will obtain a weapon, legally or illegal. And it's legislation that is passed. Hey, if gun laws worked, then Chicago wouldn't be a battlefield right That's now. Right. That's or right. People dying and being shot every weekend. Um, so I would definitely say, even if you don't want to carry a gun, 
stand up for those citizens who are responsible and have the right to protect themselves and their family, their home, in a responsible way. Do not support legislation that's going to take away the rights that we have. Yeah. Because that only makes it more dangerous. So let me let me yeah. jump in and interrupt you, if I may. So for the listeners, and, and this is the heart of, uh, I think, an important point that, especially we as Christians, you made mention, somehow we think we're just supposed to pray. The question being, for those that are afraid of firearms because they've never shot one or I can't go there, speak to, you have a training center, you train people of all walks of life, those that want to pursue self-protection. You you teach seminars to churches that want to improve their security. But for those that say, oh, I, I, I can't go there with a weapon, talk about how we need to consider maybe learning the art of self-protection. Well, first of all, it's not bad. That's what we have to distinguish, you know. I, I get pretty tired of the lack of just basic manhood in our nation. We're, there's a dearth of it. And even the church now somehow has taught that being passive is more Christ-like. Well, you read the whole Bible, it says that cowards won't enter heaven. And I'm telling you right now, there are a great many young men and pastors that they're mistaking their cowardice for some type of virtuous pacifism. And it's cowardice. And I'm telling you, if you want to be passive, that's fine. But don't get in the way of those of us who want to train, equip good people so that they won't live paranoid or in fear. And, uh, it, again, none of this has to do with being mean. This is just being really there to prepare for what I consider a mandate. of We are to protect the innocent, the widows, uh, our family, you know, and <laughs> – this may hurt some people's feelings, but I'll tell you what, I have a lot more greater trust for a dangerous Christian than I do one who's who's a simpleton and thinks that just praying on a time where faith and action should be done is all that's required. Again, I've prayed while protecting children, but I, I thank God that he's given us the opportunity. And people right now, Let's say you just don't want to ever get near a handgun, then get body armor. Yep. We have bullet blockers that you can put in a backpack or a purse. My goodness, everyone listening, if you send your child to school with a backpack, I mean, they're not that expensive. Buy a bullet blocker insert. Put it in the back. It's lightweight. No one, uh, your kid won't ever know, but if something ever happens, they can hold that in front of them, put it behind them, and run. And they have a much better chance. Uh, again, we believe in that. We live that. That's a level of protection. If people want information on that, just go to innocentarmor.com. And they carry, it's, it's, it's our signature bullet blocker insert, victim marks. And, hey, look, they'll give them a discount. Uh, we, we, want, we want thousands of people to have this. So they feel at least that level of protection. Yep. And it stops handguns. It's, it stops if somebody's trying to stab you. It gives you a level of protection. It's better than nothing. And that's why I'd say it would be a good place to start. Yeah. Let me let me emphasize, if I may as well, for those of you listening, you know, Victor is um, 
He, he's a, a partner in my ministry, KMG. We're all about equipping men to be men of God. And also, I, I think it's important to emphasize, uh, recently my dear wife and I and son visited Victor at his training facility in Colorado Springs. And the day we were there, your wife, and there was a, um, a training for women on self-defense. In fact, my, my incredible wife participated. So we're not just emphasizing men necessarily. Women need to, to really consider learning the art of, of self-protection as well. Absolutely. It's, again, we have a program coming up in just three weeks where we're bringing in gold star wives. These are wives who've lost their husband in combat. They're widows, and we're bringing them in, running them through our training center. And guess what? When they leave, if they're trained and comfortable, we're going to put them on a weapon and gift the weapon to them. They don't even have to buy it because one of their greatest insecurities after losing their warrior husband yeah. is they don't feel safe. Oftentimes, place. they just don't feel safe at home. Yeah. So that's how much we believe in it, mm. and I'm telling you, even Dr. James Dobson brought his wife, uh, uh, Shirley, and, you know, he, he'll be 85 this year. And he just said, Victor, can y'all teach Shirley how to shoot and for home defense? And we said, absolutely. And we had a blast. That's Dr. James Dobson and Shirley, you guys. There's no excuse. There's no reason. Uh, and it can be done. doesn't have to be done with us. But find a good, solid trainer, and you have to be equipped and trained to uh, to be able to, to use a weapon for defense or know how to have a redundancy. Uh, we believe in dogs. We have two trained dogs. Dogs are a great, great deal. And I'll tell you, if I would have been in that grocery market when that happened, there's two things I have. Uh, that can be used actively. One, I always carry. We're legal. And two, I have a dog. And I would have released my dog. My dog would have hit that guy, I guarantee you, which would have least, uh, well, it would have hurt his feelings, to say the least, because mm -hmm. my dog's been in front of ISIS fighters. But, you know, uh, and then I carry a weapon. <laughs> and, then, and then a backpack with a bullet blocker. There are redundancies for security and safety that just will allow a person to feel better prepared wherever they go. Mm. Is it a change of lifestyle? Absolutely, a little bit. But you know what? It's worth it. These shootings will continue. And these are just, we're talking about active shooters and mass shootings. Now, we haven't even discussed the criminal activity that's yes. increased. Yeah. So, again, you know, it's it, it can be done. There, uh, It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. It's a good time to learn how to be prepared, again, with awareness, learning how to assess a situation, knowing whether to avoid it, or, as a last resort, take action against it. Yeah. Victor Marks is president of All Things Possible Ministry. Victor, in the few moments we have, share with the listeners about your daily intelligence briefing and how they can get more information about that and you. Yeah, people are tired of just the fake news and uncertainty and trying to figure out what's really going on. We have a very experienced team of analysts and um, in the intelligence field where we produce a daily brief, and we'll drop it in their inbox for free every morning 
And it's you can you can sign up for it at Victor Marks with an X dot com forward slash brief B O I E F. And uh we have gosh, we've already surpassed there's over seventy thousand people receiving it right now. Uh, and I'm telling you people from the military to civilians to pastors, uh and it is an incredible it, it just cuts right to what's factual, what's not. It will tell you what's true and what's false, uh, because that's the other thing. Too many Christians are falling for these extreme conspiracies. We literally had somebody on our social media today, um, which already we've reached over 150 million people this year, on our social media platforms say, well, I think this was all fake. It was a setup. Yep. These are just, I said, what do you mean by that? Yep. Use critical thinking skills. Do you think they hired people to do this? There are there are families in mourning and grief That's right. and law enforcement because we lost, you know, one of our finest up here. And it's, yep. I, I can't believe the level of ignorance among Christians, which, you know, they get they get all whipped up in these conspiracy deals. And it's like, look, just it's a bad witness. Non-believers look at us and go, what is wrong with these people? Yep. So. Get the daily brief. It, it'll square your way, and you, you'll know what to believe and what not to believe. Brother, thank you for coming on so last minute. I just on a whim texted you. Didn't even know if you were available. I know you got a lot of oars in the water and are very busy. Well, you're welcome. And, you know, anytime for you, brother. I appreciate y'all much. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.